Hello everyone and welcome to episode 19 of Run Wild with Lauren and Bud. Can we make it to episode 20 before 2020 is over? Oh yes, I think we can. But for today, we have a special treat. Uh, Bud and I sit down and talk with Allison Anderson. And uh, we connected with Allison through the gram, okay, through Instagram. And uh, she was a listener of our podcast, but her story is pretty fun. Uh, her first ultra marathon happened to be a 50 miler this year. And she listened to our entire podcast during her 50 mile run. Okay, guys, so maybe she was sick of us by the end. Maybe she uh, got some good laughs out of it. So uh, tonight we sit down and talk with Allison about her ultra running journey. Uh, we have so much fun connecting with her that we just did not want it to end. Uh, so this is a long one. We've got a long run planned. Uh, this is perfect. So sit back, relax, and let's meet Allison. Here we go. Hello, bud. Hey, Lauren. How are you doing? I'm good. Okay. I'm, I'm so really good, actually. Good. <laughs> we have a special guest tonight. We have Allison, uh, who is going to share a little bit about her running journey, and I'm so excited. This is one of those stories where, um, you know, social media gets a lot of flack, uh, but I love the social media uh, through Instagram in the running world because it gives us a chance to meet people who may not live close to us, uh, but that we can connect with and uh, cheer on from afar. And so tonight is kind of one of those examples. And so we have El Allison. Hello, Allison. Thanks Hi. for joining us. <laughs> And so what is really cool is that you recently completed uh, the Kansas Rails to Trails 50 miler. Is that what it's called? I want to make sure I get that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I heard uh, when you posted about it that we were in your ear the whole time. <laughs> I love that. The whole day. Oh, so my gosh. <laughs> you guys. When you posted about your first episode, I listened to it and I was like, oh, this is this is just right. This is exactly the kind of podcast that I like. Like, <laughs> that's funny. Like, regular people talking about like everyday kind of things. Yeah. There, you can get so much more out of that, I think, than, uh, than really super manufactured things where yeah. you're like, you're like, oh, yes, I know you're talking about training methods and things like that. But these people over here are talking about what they actually ate in a race. Like, <laughs> so I listened to one episode and then I like hit subscribe and let it download and purposely set it aside and was like, I'm not going to even touch it until because uh, I'm going to listen to it that whole day. And so I just like episode two, I think through like. When you, I don't know if you actually finished your hundred or if you were. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, back like th back then we weren't finishing them. <laughs> oh, that's so, great. Um, so Allison, um, so you're Allison Anderson, and is it okay if I share your Instagram yeah. so other listeners can follow you? Okay. Yeah. So she goes by the the handle <laughs> Ladle Pants. So that's now, me. What, what does that mean? <laughs> um. That is, uh, so I live in Oklahoma. Um, I'm a little afraid to that I at some point if I I may slip into a draw, and I'm sorry if that. <laughs> but that is 
we we have a bunch of dogs we're dog people um and we don't have kids so we maybe assign them too much in the way of personality and characteristics and we adopted this dog uh and she just we got her from there was like wild fires out in the country and there's all these dogs you know all of a sudden there's like an influx of dogs Mm -hmm. this country dog the border collie that we take in she starts calling me lady and so at some point uh that she said it like in my husband you know he's the husband's doing the voice and she's like ladle ladle and then um I so I work in a hospital and mm-hmm. I go I work overnights and so I when I get ready at night I don't wear don't put my scrub pants on until the second I'm gonna walk out the door because mm-hmm. uh, the dogs will like rub up against me and get hair on me and things mm-hmm. like that so I keep they're on the kitchen table and I'll just right until I'm about to walk out the door and so almost every night he'll kind of walk in to get a drink out of the kitchen and he'll be like, Lytle, you have to put pants on. (laughs) (laughs) Lytle pants. Oh, that's funny. That's great. Yeah. I love that. Green name for when I like, when I do spin classes online. And so I'm Mm -hmm. like on your board, Lytle pants and like, "Eh, you know, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I love hearing where these names come from because you do, you find like, it's like, I wonder there's a story there. I don't know what the story is, but there's a story there. I love that. And kind of off, like, just kind of like, oh, she's weird. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So you work in a hospital. So now how has the pandemic affected you? Like, are you on, like, has that affected you in your job or... Yeah, I mean, not as bad as other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, to, like, I'm I'm a pharmacist. I'm down in the pharmacy, mm-hmm. so I'm not caring for people. Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm tertiary to the problem. Um, it is, I mean, in the fact that like we have technicians who are going up to the floor who are getting sick. Mm-hmm. We have, oh, wow. you know, we have. Where I work at a at an urban hospital where we do mm-hmm. ECMO, um, so we are in the process right now. We are kind of sending our patients to smaller hospitals that are not as sick, so that they can, mm-hmm. so that everybody mm-hmm. can send us their sickest patients, mm-hmm. which is taxing on the whole system. Like, because those people need lots of. You know, they're like one-on-one care people, if not two-on-one, like, and we don't have nurses for that. It's kind wow. of like, it. it is almost like what you see if you see television shows that are trying to try it, where you're just like, you know, there might be uh, weird cloth partition rooms set mm. up, stuff like that. It's like, it is kind of, it's kind of crazy. Like, yeah. It, and uh so you know but there's a vaccine it's coming yeah i think yeah i think i'm getting it this weekend so that's wow good yeah good good for you yeah good yeah i mean we're so bud and i are in tennessee which you know 
like right now, according to the CDC, we're like the worst state <laughs> for like, yeah. you know, positive They're cases. Blaming us for everything. <laughs> it is bad. And I, yeah, it's just, uh, you know, we don't, but I don't work in healthcare, but we're scientists. And so like, yeah, just, you know, you're like, you may not be treating the patients face to face, but you were in it, you know, yeah. in the hospital setting. Yeah. 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 yeah I saw our, they released, we're right underneath you. <laughs> mm -hmm. and, wow. and does that does that have anything to do with like people's behavior because yeah. oh uh, okay well, as a direct it, yeah. yeah because i know people in tennessee they're not going to take shit from anybody they just they act like they they don't no. follow any rules they just yeah. do whatever they want no our governor got it and he was like it's just little cold guys <laughs> But it's not just a little cold for some people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. not. Like, even some of our own people in that I work with are like, you know, I mean, we're seeing, we're responsible down in the pharmacy. Every time they take someone off life support, stuff like that, oh. there's a process of um, we discontinue their orders. They can't take mm -hmm. them life support until we do that. We send them the, like, morphine drips or whatever they're oh. eating. Mm -hmm. and so i'm like you're seeing how often we're doing this every single day you are we're bringing we clean the crash carts after they use them on people when they code you're seeing yeah. how they're bringing yeah. down and you still are like i don't know if i'll get the vaccine like it just mm. I, yeah in in oklahoma it's just kind of like, well, I'll just like to get it and get it over with. And you're yeah. like, that's not what mm. we're going for here. Right. So. Exactly. So, yeah. so knowing that, you know, cause you are seeing it firsthand because of, of your job. And so the emotional stress, so has running helped you kind of deal with that emotional side attached to just witnessing the pandemic? I think so. I, I mean, like, working out in general but mm -hmm. getting out and especially when we were in lockdown for a while and you know I could grab a dog and just mm -hmm. be like it may be three miles but we're like we've got some fresh air and mm -hmm. we're together and you know I work since I work at night it would be like we're out here together running and there's the sunset and you know it for that 30 minutes we're not a part of all of everything else that's going on so it's yeah. it's nice to have that little piece of the day that mm -hmm. so yeah definitely yeah yeah I mean I feel the same I'm not even you know in any field that can witness kind of like the repercussions of the pandemic but I mean yeah it's the same way it's like you know, being able to get out and just run, get fresh air, go yeah. somewhere away from, you know, people yeah. and be in nature. It's it's vital, you know. And, well, yeah. I, this week I saw my healthcare friends taking the vaccine for the first time and it gave me like a sense of hope, you know, and they're they're not only on the front lines, but they're also taking the vaccine first. I'm not, I'm not mm -hmm. saying they're guinea pigs, but I'm saying they're also laying it out there for everyone else, you know, sure. once again, you know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so that, that gives me some hope. Yeah. Um, I'm wondering if we could talk about 
things that are more cheerful and stuff. So, <laughs> yeah, everybody's so like, tired of hearing about it, even though we're not out of the woods. Your fifty miler is that like the longest race you've ever done? Yeah, it's my first ultra. Wow. Oh, really? Oh, a man. fifty? Dang. Yeah. Okay. I've, I have signed up for two 50Ks and at the last minute talked myself out of them and dropped to the 25K beforehand. Oh, so, wow. Can you tell me one, why why you dropped back in, in distance? Um, They're both, okay, remember Oklahoma, so prairie. Yeah. Is it's flat. <laughs> um, so they were both, but we do have, we're on the edge of um, um, you guys probably wouldn't call them mountains but we do here mm. but so they were both gonna be like um not i mean there's they're both two races that i really like to do the 25k and i mm -hmm. have several times and they're very technical um and there's not a ton but there's maybe five thousand feet of climb no that's pretty good yeah so and I, at the last minute i just was like it was partially like i like this 25k so much plus that sounds so hard mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah twice. yeah okay so but for the 50 miler you're like let's just go for it i mean that's impressive <laughs> yeah, i mean because you know a lot of people are like okay i'm signing up for my first ultra it's a 50k i don't know if i can do it but like 50 miles is legit like the first time i did 50 miles that's way different than 50k mm -hmm. like you know that's it was i don't know if it was because i had previously like talked myself out of it but mm -hmm. the 50 miles just felt easy oh that's awesome i love that it wasn't super, it wasn't super technical. It mm -hmm. was rails. It was, um, yeah. So that's a, that's a former railroad track that they've yeah. kind of turned yeah. into like a walking path or a hiking yeah. trail, right? It's like limestone gravel. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, cool. So it's cool. Cause you're in this like corridor of trees, mm -hmm. um, on this old railway. And then it just, you're, it's in Kansas and you just, it, you come out of that corridor and it opens up to just untouched prairie on either side of hmm. you. Wow. you and it was like, it, you're kind of standing there in the middle, uh, you know, it's the middle of the day. It's super spread out, not a super big race. So it's hmm. only you and you're kind of just like, I wouldn't rather be anywhere than right here. Right. Wow. At this wow. Well, me and my my Dunkin' Donuts stick that I got. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's awesome. Well, you know, and so like my first fifty miler was the Yeti fifty Ooh. miler, which is similar because it's like um, it's the Virginia Creeper, but it's real similar. It's like non technical. Yeah. It's, it's not elevation gain. And like in my head, I thought, oh, it's gonna be so easy. Man, that race, like it was my first 50 miler, it tore me up. So like hearing mm. you say that it was easy, that's awesome. Cause that means like you were totally mentally and physically prepared for your 50. Like it just happened and it, it felt good. So that's, that's like a great yeah. sign. It was, I, I programmed, I put like some intervals in my watch, which is, mm -hmm. uh, I was trying to like calculate how, what do you, if you're going to do like. I think I did like run three, walk one. Okay. Oh, that's good. Yeah. And really good. 
if you put that into if you try and figure out how much of that you need for 50 miles you're like that's it's a lot um but so i put those in and just said i'm you know just gonna do what the watch tells me to oh, so. that's awesome okay so that's what you did the whole 50 miles you had it set uh-huh. like run three and walk one and you felt great that is great advice yeah. for people because yeah. i will tell you that i went into my 50 overconfident i'd done a couple 50ks and i was like oh what's 50 and i i mean like by mile 25 because it, the first half was downhill so i was dead like i overdid yeah. it i didn't hold back which was stupid it was so stupid um and so like now knowing what i know like what you just said is amazing and I like really encourage people to listen to that. Like if you've done a 50K or you think about doing an ultra, like the three minute run, one minute walk for something like that is like excellent. Like I think that's such a smart approach. And like how long did it take you to do that using that approach uh, roughly? It took right at 11 hours. Which is perfect. Like it still took me 12 mm-hmm. hours, I think, to do my 50 miler. And I'd run the first half and then like hobble the last half, which was (laughs) stupid. Right. And so like, (laughs) I think that's what so many people get wrong is like, they think, um, in ultras, like, you know, you just, you run, uh, and you train to run, but going in using that approach, that's like, I mean, cause like I'm, I'm looking at like the hundred and the 200 mile mark. That's what it takes. It takes like the discipline to know how to do that. Yeah. Well, think, and your your body's recovering when you take the walk break. Yeah. Yeah. And you're, you don't, you can do anything for three minutes. Yeah, so yeah. By the, by mile, like, 47, well, actually, mile 47, I was fine. It was more like mile 42, where I was like, why am I still doing this? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so, at, but then at that point, you're like, really, truly, though, you can do anything for three minutes. Like, mm-hmm. three, three minutes is not super long. So then if you just start, if you stop thinking about, like, why do I still have eight miles of this left? Mm-hmm. And what do I have to do for the next three minutes? Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that. Like, so seriously, yeah. like, so people listening to this podcast that have listened to us mumble for, like, months and months. If you don't take anything else away, take away the fact that, like, a really solid approach to an ultra is this run-walk. Because Bud and I have talked about this, but I've never, like, set out in my mind or planned it, you know, for my watch to alert me. Like, we're going to walk this much and run this much. But, like, that's a really solid approach that is just doable for a lot of us runners because you're probably like us like I mean I'm not going to be placing podium or (laughs) you know I just want to enjoy it and finish it and so I think that's like fantastic I love that I'm so glad that you shared that because that's like the biggest piece of advice for people doing a 50. I can actually hold my breath for three minutes (laughs) <laughs> really okay i think yeah. i need to test this but i don't know i'm a little dubious <laughs> i think when the next time i come to chattanooga we're going to try this out okay, okay. you hold my head underwater <laughs> my hold your head under for three minutes okay but <laughs> yeah, yeah. well ta- talking about podium and stuff um so I-, I did do some fact checking here so the flint and steel 25k you got first place female right <gasps> Uh, in my age group, that's awesome. what, you don't you don't have to qualify I that. Say that. 
<laughs> I mean, that's awesome. So is this, this is one where you drop back from 50 miles to? No. Or that's, what? Um, well, uh, this isn't qualifying. It's just kind of just funny truth. Um, okay. So I'm listening. That is, it's, that was a brand new trail race last year. And, um, or this this year, but this yeah. year feels like mm -hmm. seven years, right? Yeah. Right, yeah. it does. But, but yeah. the, um, and so it was the twenty five k was the longest distance. So in in my area, there's not a ton of trail racing that happens. I usually grab a friend from Kansas and we go down and do like the there's a trail racing over Texas series that has a ton. We usually go down and do a lot of that. Um, okay. But so this one was a brand new one in my area and okay. in my area, 25 K is like, like, whoa, what kind of super insane person are you? <laughs> so, um, I naturally signed up for that cause that's my favorite and I do yeah. this all the time. Um, and there were like, oh, like six women, I think oh, wow. everybody's doing, I think there was a 5k and a 10k and a 25k. And everybody's doing the other two. No one has ever been on a trail before. Not, not a single one of any of these people. And there was some climbing. I think there was like two thousand feet of climbing mm -hmm. in the. Mm -hmm. And there was um, some technical parts to it. And you know, everyone's out there in their, um, you know, their Adidas road racing shoes, and they're <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> "Oh, we may be flat, folks, but we have a lot of rocks." So. Mm -hmm. Um, but so that meant that there was six or eight of us doing this 25 K and we're busting it out and everybody else, it's like when you go and there is a hundred distance and everyone is looking at the hundred milers, like we don't mess with the legends, you know, <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of like that, like the people doing the 25 K, it was like. Oh, we, oh, folks! We got a twenty-five k coming through here. Just go yeah, ahead. that's funny. You know? Yeah, so you were you were like big time and stuff. Yeah, oh, that's awesome. And, and you won, so there you go. And I didn't know it until it came in the mail because I, because <laughs> naturally I don't do my ever place at all. Yeah. So I finished and I got a chocolate chip cookie and got in my car and went home. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Oh my god, that's gosh. awesome. Yeah. Like, look at this. Look what I got. So that's cool. Yeah. I love right. that. Yeah. Yeah. Something that's else awesome. kind of dear to my heart. Um, tell me about your triathlon ambitions. Oh, man. Oh, um, so I've done some sprints. Okay. This was to be the year of the Ironman. Uh, Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, it was in May. <laughs> so uh, I, Tulsa, was the new destination oh, wow. and this was supposed to be the first year of Tulsa. So, okay. um, and I, I live 10 minutes outside of Tulsa. So, um, signed up for that. And, uh, did I go away? Am I still there? You are. You're, I see you're back. Sorry. You're back. <laughs> like, got your, like weird messenger call. Here we go. Here we go. Sorry. <laughs> so, um, of course signed up for, um, I was signed up for that and I was signed up for Galveston as like a half 
training. Oh man, I got messed up at Galveston. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> so then when we didn't realize how messed up the world was going to be, oh. deferred till 2021, and I signed up for Ohio at the end of July, thinking. Mm thinking incorrectly that we might have gotten ourselves together by then i don't mm-hmm. know. <laughs> You're erroneous at best so now in 2021 i will do galveston in april and there tulsa, you go tulsa in may and ohio in july so wow and so oh my so gosh help, help our listeners here galveston is a half iron yes. man and then it, your next one is a half and then you have a full or what nope. Uh, Galveston is a half, Tulsa uh-huh. is full, and o- Ohio is a half. Okay, wow. cool. You're awesome. That so is I, amazing. That sounds awesome. I was in, I was reaching, like, I was starting peak training when we locked down. So, okay. what it really means is I'll have spent two years training for a full at this point. So, mm-hmm. that's good. Yeah, because I didn't really stop. I kept doing those, like, um virtual iron man okay things all summer long so i've been doing that with the running this whole time so wow hopefully after i've trained for one for two years i can wow so this may not mean a whole lot to our listeners but it means a lot to me so uh can you tell me about your bicycle because that's like my thing (laughs) it is he's he's pretty obsessed (laughs) with bikes i will okay Uh, (laughs) Let me, can I ask you what you ride first? I have a Kintanaru. And okay. so um, it is the CD01, I think is what they call it. Okay. And it's it's a 2012 model. So I'm, I'm a firm believer in buying used equipment. So I did my Ironman in 2017, I think. I bought the bike in 2016 used. Okay. And so you, you get used gear like dirt cheap. Yeah. And, and the way to do it is after your your host city has an Ironman, there's people who sell their stuff because they they realize, oh, this isn't for me, and so they sell their stuff. And you you can buy cheap gear really really easy. That's so. okay. So I'm kind of of the same mindset. Okay. Um, I happen. I'm fortunate enough that my husband um, he used to work slash volunteer for a um an organization in tulsa that rebuilt um donated bicycles so that like homeless wow. people for job interviews and stuff wow. so i have a resource for like bike know-how um okay so we bought a i bought in an, an rei co-cycle frame that okay. was road bike frame and then he has added um, a bunch of parts to it. He converted so, it to a race bike. Yes. So we awesome. started <laughs> with this frame. Um, and then now it, you know, he's added a, the Shimano gear set and oh, wow. changed out all the, you know, changed out wheels. And um, I don't particularly love buying brand new things so um i i like sbdsl pedals mm-hmm. so i've found some of those on ebay and so yeah 
pieced together this bike. So wow, that's really cool. So though. so Lauren, the SPDSL is kind of like the original look clip, but it's I have Shimano's no idea version. what y'all are saying. Yeah, I know. I have no <laughs> idea. It sounds like y'all are speaking French to me right now, and I'm just like, uh huh, uh huh. <laughs> that's the best those are my favorite because they i do like those clips yeah you just you snag the end of it with that you snag your pedal with the end of it and it just clips right in there's no lining of anything up so you don't have to you just stick your foot down there and it snags it and you're ready to go so yeah i like those kind too 100 percent have fallen over i do that all the time i crash all the time all the time and that that fall when you fall over while you're clipped in is such you a can't get out yeah it's so because <laughs> you know it's happening but you're at a dead stop so you're just like and then you're on the ground because yeah. you're i just and then i'll usually i have gotten one leg unclipped but it's not the leg that's under it's the, the wrong leg i know it's <laughs> yeah. the wrong leg so your name staring at you wondering if you're like having a seizure on your bike <laughs> and you're like no i'm fine over here i'm good oh my gosh okay so that's amazing so i think that that is really inspiring because okay i'm not i'm not a triathlon person and i think that's so hard you've so done this, triathlons you've done i mean them. like little little okay. tiny ones i'm not yeah and so I think that's great because people can follow your journey because, I mean, that's a big deal. Like Iron Man, like doing halves and doing full, like that's a big deal. You know, you're working full time and then you're training, you're trail running, but then it's kind of like Bud, you know, you like, or training because Bud, now do you have one on the horizon, Bud? You had kind of talked about it, about You Iron mean Man. Doing, doing another Iron Man? Yeah. Like, will what? we see that in 2021 from you? No, not in 2021. No. <laughs> But, so, but, but I will awesome. do it again. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm going to so definitely I mean, do triathlons Because you again. know what it takes. And I've seen the yeah. behind the scenes. And that's like, that, that's, I mean, that's a lot of time and dedication. Yeah. And there's a lot that goes into that. So doing three for 2021, like what a comeback. Like after a year of craziness, <laughs> right. you know, like hit it hard, girl. <laughs> like that's crazy. But it's awesome. Yeah. Right. I mean, I feel like my marriage is going really well right now. <laughs> Because you're not training for Iron Man. I don't need to. (laughs) There's no, he's no ultras, no Iron Man's. Yeah. (laughs) Relationship's really good. (laughs) (laughs) I'm back in the swing. Like I'm getting into the Iron Man training again. Like the actual, Mm -hmm. the actual training. And like at some point this week, I need to do a long bike ride kind of a thing. Like the actual, like following a training plan. Mm. Uh, It's a mess. Like. I was real dialed in by the time, by the time we hit lockdown, like, yeah. and I was like, before work, cause I work seven days in a row and, oh wow. so, and then I'm off for seven days. So it's real easy in the off week to do what you I need see. to do. But mm-hmm. in the on week, it's, it's 12 hour shifts. And so I'm like beforehand, every, like before I go in on Thursday, every week on Wednesday, I would, I'd have every single outfit for every workout I was doing, I'd have them all laid out on the guest bedroom upstairs. I'd, you know, have all of my water bottles filled with water and in the fridge ready to go, all this stuff. This week, I'm trying to even just start the first week back in and I'm like, do I own socks? Do I own socks? <laughs> Are they here? Okay, well, I'm just going to wear yesterday's because I don't even know what's happening. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. 
I yeah. love that you say that though, because so many times, like I've made this post today, like so many times people don't see uh, the behind the scenes, like just yeah. the little things, like, like you said, like just laying out the outfits for, cause you do, I mean, you work nights at a legit overnight job, seven days in a row. Uh, that's, that's intense. And then you're, you're keeping your training, even though you have seven days off your schedule. I mean, that's intense. And so like the behind the scenes that goes into making, uh, everything happened people don't see that you know they see the other the pretty pictures the finish lines but they don't know how much like we put into the behind the scenes yeah that there's really a lot like you have to think about like what all do I need to charge um Mm -hmm. depending on eating during any of these workouts do I need do I have that stuff to eat do I have enough contacts because I don't like to wear my glasses Mm -hmm. out for a really long time like so then it's I have a charging I my husband switched out our outlet in our bathroom upstairs the one that I like get ready in and so Mm -hmm. it's got a he switched it out and it has a USB port in it now so I found this yeah this thing on Amazon so now before I go to bed in the morning I make sure everything's plugged in so it'll be Mm -hmm. you know all that kind of little stuff that you're just like Otherwise, you're looking at your battery, your watch, and it's got 11 <laughs> battery, and you're like, well, I mean, I don't have to, but. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, there is so much planning and just the little stuff that I think um, other people, like, from the outside looking in, they don't take into consideration how important the little stuff, when it adds up, mm-hmm. how it, it makes yeah. your training. Like, it really does. It's the little things like that, like well, what you're talking about. If you really don't, I mean, if you have a real fixed amount of time that you need, like, if you are working out in the morning before your kids get up or something, mm-hmm. and you're, you have an hour mm-hmm. before you wake up. You can waste so much time trying to find a pair of socks and some headphones that are charged or whatever, like that. You're like, oh, well, hey, look, I have 20 minutes now. Before exactly. They- yeah. Oh. yeah, that is exactly right. Like those minutes add up. And so I, a lot of times people ask me, well, how do you find the time? And it really is. It comes from the planning and prepping so that when you have those whatever amounts of times, like that is your training time. Yeah. And, and I think that's key, like you're saying, like having everything ready and this is how I do it, especially like the work weeks and when you're off, like you have everything lined up, you know, in your mm-hmm. head what you need and you, you make it happen. And I think that's key. And we don't talk about that enough, like kind of the yeah. behind the scenes. Or so, the, hey, there's a bedroom full, like there's always a bed upstairs that's got yeah. Workout clothes all over it later. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, Allison, I've got a, a few things I want to tell you. Um, some of it's going to be a little bit of my backstory, but okay. and I'm and I'm not going to take up your time. But first, this is one thing I learned from triathletes: um, Chick Fil A sandwiches. So you can buy these on Saturday, and they're they're hot, and they put them in like this foil wrapper. And then that's a bacteria-free zone. And so you can put those in your refrigerator. And then when you do your Sunday long rides or whatever, you can have them in the back of your bike jersey. And you can still just take them out and eat them. And, th- and they will be good. There's no bacteria on it whatsoever. It was, None at all. It, 
No, because no, it was no. it was boiled in like peanut oil. So <laughs> it's it's good to go. And no, it's a training tip. <laughs> so if you have it back there in the little pouch, and it's like April or May. Will the sun heat that up for you as well? Well, your body heat will warm it up. But <laughs> I would see I would see riders in the Ironmans, and those are all on Sunday usually, and they would have like Chick Fil A sandwiches, and they would be pulling them out of their jersey, eating them. And I would be talking to these guys. I'm like, man, what are you doing? And he goes, we, we buy all these on Saturday because they're, they're closed on Sunday. And then we, we put them in the fridge and leave them cold and we just eat them. And, oh and these guys would be six hours in on a ride, no cooler, no nothing. And they're just eating these chicken sandwiches, but there's nothing in there that spoils. You yeah. know, it, it, it is legit going to last at least 24 hours like that. I mean, and so, I feel like this is news you can use. I, yes. yes. <laughs> this is like Bud's well, special tips. <laughs> yeah, part part of my research. I know you like Chick-fil-A, so here we are. <laughs> I, hey, who doesn't like Chick-fil-A? I mean, yeah, I know. So that, now, that's, a, that's a little triathlon tidbit. <laughs> I wouldn't have ever thought of it or known it, but now I'm intrigued if I'm going to try it. So. Yeah. <laughs> because they don't sell them on Sunday, so what are no. you supposed to do? I know. No. And that line on Saturday might be a half an hour long. So yeah, that is true. You, yeah, well, we have a new one that opened up here, and it's like legit. Anytime you go that they're open, the line is like three times around the building. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so just real quick, here was uh, my kind of backstory. So um, I lost my mother to breast cancer, and. Uh, this was in 2014, and what I ended up doing was deciding, for some stupid reason, I wanted to start uh, training for an Ironman. And I don't know why that popped in my head, but I did. And sometime on my path there, I started trail running. And trail running was my number one thing. And triathlon was not, even though I was signed up for these races. And I, I went through a, a half Ironman, and it was great, but that whole summer in uh 2017 when i was trail running i didn't even think about the ironman race coming up and i slacked off on my bike riding and my swimming and everything else and i was just running up and down mountains and trail running like crazy and when i got in that ironman race you know I, there was like no pressure it was just like easy i can't explain how easy it was and it was like i was ready because i was trail running mountains with lauren you know up to that yeah. point and and when i was on the bike you know we were in chattanooga so it was fairly easy it's like maybe um 600 foot climbs it's not really it's just rolling hills you know yeah. and so every time i'd get to a hill i'd leave it in high gear and i would just stand up and just pump the bike and just get over the hill other riders are like still in their aero position you know cracking the gears and stuff and then that doesn't work for me. I like to leave it in the high gear and just just run up the hill like I'm trail running and <laughs> and and stay fast the whole time. And even though I'm not aerodynamic and it, and it just worked for me. But the whole time I was doing that, I could feel like I was accomplishing something and someone was looking down, you know, on me, you know. Yeah. So I just wanted to share that little bit with you. That's so. My mom passed away of breast cancer uh, as well. I was nine, um, so I was 
quite a it was a long time ago quite a bit younger than me yeah (laughs) um but and my husband's mom did as well um right before we got married um and so that kind of when I was younger put me always I was always in a I have two younger sisters and so I was always kind of more in a kind of strange pseudo parental role um so this was more I kind of found running um later just because there hadn't been a ton of opportunity to kind of do whatever I want earlier Mm. in in my life I went like straight to pharmacy school and then being a grown-up like from you know so I was like I finally I kind of found it and then fell in love with just like this is my own thing I'm doing Mm -hmm. my you know it's me it's not for anyone I don't I don't do it for anyone else I don't I don't I couldn't care any like I couldn't care at all I don't care about times or I don't you know nothing like that it's it's just fun it's just fun to go do things Mm -hmm. so uh then I kind of felt um so I, I, then I also have my, I have a husband who is, uh, he has Crohn's disease. He's had it a long time. He's had a lot of like complications. Um, and my little sisters have that as well, weirdly. Um, and so I kind of just see, I have these people in my life who their bodies just let them down. Like they just fail them and it's not anything they're doing wrong Mm -hmm. um they just happen to be you know they happen to just get these bodies that that just don't want to work right so i'm like well i have this one that works just freaking fine so why not i'm gonna just ask it to do every big thing i possibly can so Mm -hmm. we're gonna do it so yeah that that's amazing because i kind of feel the same way in a lot of ways and i haven't suffered near the loss or maybe you know i have some kids with special needs but i kind of feel the same way it's like when you realize what you're capable of and what you enjoy, like you're saying, you just, you just love being out there, which I feel the same. And it's like, once you kind of push your own limits and you realize like, Oh my gosh, like I was saying, I was never, I never ran. I never did athletics, but when you realize what you're capable of, it's so empowering and it does give you this kind of awe, like, well, what is my body capable of? And look at this healthy body you have. And you know, why don't I just, see what it can do and see where it can take me. So I really get that because I feel yeah. like a lot of people kind of overlook that aspect. And so I feel that one to my core because I, I'm kind of on the same level. And I know Bud and I have talked about this before. And um, so I love that. I love how you express that um, because I, t- I think even in our sport of triathlon and trail running, people take that for granted. Like they don't really stop and soak up the idea of like, being so grateful uh, for the, just the ability to do what, what yeah. it is we do. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I don't, I don't, I, after we've already talked about other things, I'm not going to place, I'm not, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to, I'm not going to, I honestly couldn't tell you for pretty much any race I've ever done. 
what like my PR mm-hmm. is. I don't know them. Um, because I just like to show up and do things. And when you, and I hate, I mean, you go in, you always have some kind of like a, if you show up, you're like, you always have, you show up with like a, this is what I would like for today mm-hmm. to be like. But at the same time, I, you show up too and you're like, I don't know, I may run into somebody who's walking and has a good story to tell me and I'm going to walk with them. Well, or oh, that's but yeah. Monica right there. <laughs> that's but all the way. Yeah, I know. It's like you touched my heart for a second. <laughs> I know. I was like, oh, that sounds like Bud Monica. Yeah, but it's true. I I so feel you on that. Um, because I do, you know. I mean, there's all kinds of runners, and people run for all kinds of reasons. And like Bud and I, especially, I think that's why we work so well together. Is because we're the same way. We're like, you know what? We just want to have fun. Like time doesn't mm-hmm. matter, uh, you know, just like be feeling alive and kind of celebrating what our bodies can yeah. do. Like I climbed this mountain, you know, it's such yeah. a big deal. Like, yeah. I think people who can train and qualify for Boston are amazing people. Mm-hmm. Like that is, so, that's so, that's hard, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and I, but it's also, it's just not me. So yeah. Yeah, it's not me either at all. Yeah, no, I get that. Yeah, and I think, you know, and it's so funny because that also makes me in some ways sad because some people will be like, oh, I want to do what you do, but I I could never do that. I'm like, yes, you could. Like, like you can do, everyone can reach their own potential no matter how slow or what their goals Mm -hmm. are. Like, I think it is so easy to lose track, like looking at elite athletes and, you know, on Instagram, like everybody is so fast and so hardcore. But, like, just remembering that it really is a personal journey. And, like, I just want people to realize that. I don't want people to be like, oh, I could never do what you do. I want people to think, like, oh, I wonder what I could do. You know, like, that's what I want. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what would it, what would, what would I feel like if I did 50 miles? Mm -hmm. Or, like, am I even, I mean, by the time I do it like two more times, I don't, um, I may remember how long it took me to do it the first time because it's hard to forget that one. But yeah, stuff like that where you're just like, ah, I mean, sometimes if you just show up and say, I'm going to do whatever this day gives me, then you don't know what you'll find. Or you may just be like, I was rocking it out and I went with it and mm-hmm. I the day or whatever, like it doesn't mean that you have to like you know take a picture of every flower that you pass but mm-hmm. it also I mean it could mean that you're rocking it out that day or it could mean that I did a half marathon we have a midnight race series here in the summer wow. and so we I did a the first year was the they had a midnight half marathon and Ooh. hadn't worked out all of the kinks uh and it was like the weekend of July 1st and our weather is very much like yours. So July 1st, it's a hundred degrees mm-hmm. and 80% humidity <laughs> at midnight. So um, you're out there, it's humid. It starts downpouring that part of it is on a bike path. And part of it is on this trail. You're on this trail. There were copperheads falling out Whoa. of the wow. like, <laughs> And you're just like, 
show up, you're just going to take the fact that this, like, this race had, like, the heat and the downpours and the snakes in the trees. And Yikes. Kind of, <laughs> like, do this race and go, like, you know, I just, I finished it. And yeah. I don't honestly care how long it took at that point. Exactly. <laughs> so I know, I know we have a bunch of copperheads in Tennessee. And the only ones I've ever seen were on like the, the road. And so oh. when, when they're in the tr trail and like in the woods, they're invisible because they're yeah, so yeah. camouflage. Yeah. You and can't, so you yeah. can't see those things until you're on top of them. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's why I post those photos. And I always feel like our, we have a, a kind of a small trail system here. Also mm -hmm. called and, and they'll post these photos of like, do you see it? And I'll be, I'll and be. Like, <laughs> you can't see it. I know. Like halfway crying as I'm like, I don't see it. Can you? <laughs> like, I'm not gonna see it when I'm out there. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's true. Yeah, and luckily if you run with dogs, I will say like when I've come across snakes, like my dog will be like, he'll see it and he'll bark yeah. and kind of jump around it, and I'm like, oh, a snake, got it, got it, you know. <laughs> but if you weren't there, I probably yeah. would have just stepped on it, you know. Yeah, especially yeah. when you're like, this is kind of a technical trail system, so there's roots everywhere, yeah. and there's always leaves everywhere, no yeah. matter time of year it is mm -hmm. so you're like i'm never i'm i'm a goner i'm just I'm <laughs> Did you, so i think it's funny the sprints that i've been to the sprint triathlons mm -hmm. that i've i think it's really funny to be a trail runner at a triathlon um because those those people are some uptight people um yeah that's so, hard so yeah don't I'm not in that group, Lauren, so stop laughing, <laughs> but you can spot those serious triathletes a yeah. mile away yeah. and you see them like driving into town and they've got like these, they've always got like these economy sporty type cars with freaking bike racks on them and stuff. Yeah. And you can see it's like always like couples. So both of both oh. of the people in this car have like flat top haircuts you know and they're like yeah. driving into the red we just lost half of our listening base okay <laughs> oh okay <laughs> just kidding <laughs> but you, they're so freaking serious you they know are, like yeah. so the first sprint i ever did was part of a multi-distant of distance yeah. and they had sprint olympic and then they they had half and iron distance but it wasn't uh -huh. an iron right and so I'm there with all these people. I'm doing a sprint. Um, and, you know, I mean, it has to be extreme for anything at all to change at a trail race. Like, yeah. for them to even, like, move back the start time, you've got to be like, there's there's wall-to-wall cloud-to-ground lightning strikes, guys. So we're going to, mm. we're going to, we're going to wait 10 minutes, you know. So we're at, I'm at this sprint and it started, it's just raining, that's all that's happening. But it was like apocalypse now. Uh, and I'm just sitting, <laughs> like, we're going to get wet anyway. Ten minutes. <laughs> yeah. We're about to jump in some water. So I'm just yeah. sitting bike. Like, uh, mine was on the edge. So I was, I had the curb. Like, so I'm sitting at the end of my bike, like, just waiting for the start time. And it's pouring rain. And people are, they're leaving. They're just not even... We're not even going to do it. We're out of here. We're oh going. Oh my gosh. What? It's so funny. 
<laughs> I am not even messing with this. And I'm like, we were about to swim. So I'm still confused as to what's yeah. going <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Well, yeah, I mean, I, it's a diff- I, it's a different world. Like, I really do feel like it is funny hearing like you two trail runners who do you know triathlons. Yeah. Like, like it is a different world from kind of the trail right. running community. It's it's funny like, to hear. Like the, our listeners can't see this, but I'm sure that y'all can. So these sunglasses, right? So these are like Wayfarer sunglasses, right? So they're just like what you could either, you know, play rock and roll at a blues place or something with it or you could like do a triathlon with that but you see these triathletes show up with these wraparound freaking mm-hmm. you know ridiculous tour de france sunglasses that cost like eight hundred dollars and they have these bikes that cost like ten thousand ah. dollars and and it's ridiculous and sorry i'm on a soapbox <laughs> but because <laughs> I, I was like i mean i do have like uh i mean i have like a a tri suit and those bike those almost those kind of look fancy just yeah they are but then i'm like you know i don't it's funny to see people with like you know aero helmets and just like i mean i you don't want a mushroom head helmet those that's a whole different deal i, I that looks like space balls where yeah. you're like <laughs> that'd probably be me if i showed up to a triathlon (laughs) i mean for for me it's like if you're you know one of these people who's a professional rider and you're actually hitting like 33 miles an hour you know yeah you need that but for like a guy like me who's doing like 22 miles an hour you don't need that yeah or or 17 mile an hour average you don't need that at all Exactly. So they've got like really cool looking aero helmets that are just, um, they look like regular helmets. They're just a little bit smoother or something, you know? It's just, it's funny because I'm like, and if I, I don't, I don't know that I would be different because I, I don't know if I would even be different, but, and I'm like, I guess if you, if you just have money and you, (laughs) and you spend it on (laughs) all those things, whatever you, and fine but like because i i work with a guy who is uh he would be embarrassed if i just called him anything other than like a serious cyclist um but he he goes out and takes like king of the mountain all the time wow like anywhere he wants to go and he he like he doesn't realize that uh, some people consider like 20 miles an hour fast. Um, That's and, fast to me. Yeah. <laughs> so he's, he's out and he does, you know, he 60 mile rides are just, that's, that's the equivalent of me doing like, like a 10 K wow. run. Like he just goes, he'll, he just goes and runs, rides hundred miles whenever he wants, like just for funsies. And mm-hmm. so he has, like an eight thousand dollar bike wow and i'm like but not to show it off i mean he also has like a like a nine-year-old used garmin and refuses to buy a new one (laughs) but so i'm like well yeah you need an eight thousand dollar bike right right it for serious cyclist things to do Mm -hmm. like yeah 
I will just keep my hobo bike that I've put, I've put it together with all of the pieces that I like from other bikes. So, yeah. yeah. So you have aero bars on your road bike, correct? Yeah. yeah. So you remember like the first time you rode in aero bars, how freaking scary that was? Yes. And okay. how <laughs> roll, like, you, yes. you, the slightest twitch on those and you I know. <laughs> careening into like the, I was on a bike path at the oh time, my gosh. but like you, the slightest little tiny twitch to like the left and you're in the other lane of the bike lane. Like, it's, oh, I know. Oh, so, I did not know this. Yeah. <laughs> there's. I think that like when you do when you are out there with other cyclists, they're kind of scared of aero bars because if you don't yes, know, how... they're scared of them. Yeah, because like, you're gonna bonk into people, you know. Yeah. Wow. So I'll be out there riding, and I'll like, and I'll get out of them when somebody's coming, so that then uh-huh. I'll be like, "Don't worry, I'm not gonna like careen into you or uh-huh. kill you." So. So I, there's some point in time when you transition to where it's like. You're just comfortable in it and you yeah. can ride in your air bars all day and, and, you know, you can do it with control and ease and you're not scared anymore. But have you ever seen your shadow on the ground? In, in arrow? Yes. And, and you look down and you're like, fuck, I look like Tour de France you know, right now. <laughs> look at me. <laughs> have, you, have you experienced that? Not my shadow, but... Um, I do have it set up on like an indoor trainer right now. And you're looking in the mirror. What and are you I, doing? Uh, my one of my friends was like, um, I forget, I forget what we were doing. We were just sending each other pictures back and forth, like during workouts. Um, like badasses, right? I don't know why. Like, <laughs> you were, wait, well, hold on. Y'all were taking pictures of yourself working out, sending them to each other? Yeah, I'm not positive what that was about exactly. <laughs> it sounds like something me and you would do, bud. Uh, yeah, this is crazy. Uh, and so I put my phone over to the side on the, yeah. on, on a table and just put it in. Like, I think I did like the 10 second pause and went and jumped on my bike really quick. And I was like, look at me go. Uh-huh. <laughs> I love that. I mean, uh, I mean, the trainer, it can't fall over. I'm indoors. There's nothing. Yeah. That, yeah. Like, I'm, you know, you're riding a stationary bike at that point. But but, but, your, it, but your posture was like really good. Right? In the moment, I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm a badass. <laughs> I love Especially, that. I was trying to, it was a while ago, and so I was trying to, I was riding that day, and I was riding in my race kit, and mm-hmm. I think I was going to ride, like, 56 miles on, wow. on that day, but I was like, this was a long time ago, um, but I was like, uh, so I had on, like, my race kit and everything, and uh-huh. I think that was part of it, and I was like, look at, look at that, look. <laughs> Correct. I love it. I love it. Oh, okay. So you have, oops, I just lost an earphone. Hold on. My kids just got back from getting ice cream. So they maybe hopped up. Uh, so you have, okay. So you have a half, you have a full, you have a half. Now, do you have any, like any other things planned besides these triathlons, like for 2021, the big year of the comeback for all of us? Yeah. Um, there is like, 
small there's some small things uh like some of my favorite 25ks i'm gonna mm -hmm. do they happen um those, those are big things i forget yeah because it's like going back to normal right it's mm -hmm. like getting to race in person and not having to you know hopefully i mean who knows you know the vaccine i know is rolling out and so like it's like the return to normal that's how yeah. i see it like the big return yeah so there's there's definitely my the first trail race i ever ever did um is one it's called flat rock and it is um it's kind of it's brutal um just from a it's in a there's a natural limestone quarry um about an hour mm. and this it's in a state park and so this trail this 25k is just up and down in and out of the limestone quarry you're just you're flying down into it and crawling back wow. and so it's it's the first trail race i ever did and for some reason like i was like look my toes are black and <laughs> this, um so they have a there's there's going to be a, a fat ass on the first weekend of january of that they're calling uh winter rock so we'll do that and then so for our listeners who don't know what a fat ass is, that's where there's no mm -hmm. aid stations, right? You have to carry yeah. it all. It's kind of yeah. like an informal get together yeah. of runners. Yeah. 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 No, no, no medals or little awards or anything. I think there might be a t-shirt um, or a hoodie or something like that. Um, and it's smaller usually. Like I think there's maybe 25 or 30 people. Not usually there's, at like a hundred people and 25k and 50k yeah. but still not big events compared mm -hmm. to right so so fat ass events is where you carry everything that you have on your person yeah no no aid stations well now and, ben i will say what? some fat asses i've heard where they kind of do like a potluck aid station like oh. they may have like a potluck like everybody brings something to contribute so i so will say like it depends or something right? yeah <laughs> it kind of depends like a fat ass i mean you just get okay. together and you you have a set course that you run but it's like informal or i have mm. heard of situations where you're like a fat ass is like everybody kind of brings something to contribute to maybe like a mid aid station someone might set up some aid along the way or afterwards um so yeah so it kind of you know, it just depends. I think it can be a little flexible. So I can like, I can feel listeners right now just like, whoa, what is that? And, oh, they're, yeah. and, they're, and they're like learning new stuff right now. <laughs> it's <laughs> and it, it, it's more punk. <laughs> it, it, it is. It's it's like indie, but for trail racers. Like, indie. like we need to take it one step further where now we're going to kick you out there alone. So, uh, <laughs> Yeah, you're on your own. <laughs> oh, All right, so this doggy. this is the Dalmatian, okay? Yeah, this is Hobart. He's um, he would like to uh, breathe, uh, maybe breathe your exhales if he could. Um, I love it. Possible. <laughs> he he's not real great on the personal space, so. Can you can you tell me about Moon Dog? Um, <laughs> so. Uh, her full name is uh, Princess Moonbeam. She's Moonbeam. Yeah, and you know you don't think about that kind of thing whenever you um, name a dog that maybe they might like have a medical condition and need a prescription mm -hmm. pill at like a human pharmacy. <laughs> I threw and say 
Um, yeah, I have the script for Princess Moonbeam Anderson. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> and so she's she's a um, blind double merle catahoula. So she's that that's a specific breed. Yes. So okay. I the, thought she was a German Shepherd or something. The Easterners may not know that. Um, we let Louisiana invent their own dog breed. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, that's a good idea, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so there's, it. this sounds sad. It's really just, I feel like it's just an expose. Um, but so it's, they're probably a couple hundred years old at this point. They got okay. like, you know, Southern country dogs and specifically bred them together to create this breed and it's the catahoula um and they're no they usually have those um kind of concrete looking coats yeah. that you'll see on like great danes and stuff mm-hmm. okay so that's the merle gene and then they started intentionally breeding it in but it also has all these like bad effects so if you oh. if you get two copies of it if you've got you know dominant two or like if you've got somebody with recessive that you don't know about and you're intentionally breeding in somebody with a dominant like you're then you've got a double merle dog and they're blind and deaf and wow all these kinds of things it's it's crazy southern antics at the you know like you're Mm -hmm. just that sounds about right that sounds wow so she's she's blind she doesn't care she's she's born that way and she didn't she, wow she, she's smarter than this one so <laughs> and you're, you're, so you're saying that in front of him and so he, you just he doesn't know <laughs> listen looks, they, they, they know what you're talking about <laughs> you know but he, but he doesn't care okay no. he doesn't care edit he doesn't care she's <laughs> she's independent she goes out like uh we we have a, a coat closet downstairs, and mm-hmm. so we cut the the bottom part of the door out. It's just those standard house doors that have, like, a rectangle in the top and the bottom. Yeah. So we, like, cut it out and finished it out with some wood and painted it and put a dog bed in the bottom of this coat closet. So that's her apartment that Aww. she lives in. She comes and finds us when she needs to eat. Otherwise, she manages her own life. So That's she- amazing. But but I've seen pictures where you're like going places with her. Yeah, she, she she runs with me. Um, yeah, she's she does she knows our neighborhood really well and our wow. roots. She knows them better than me, and so she she does a weird thing when you watch her. She keeps her left feet on the grass and her right feet on the sidewalk, and she wow. Falls the line oh so it it gives her kind of like that boundary she can feel yeah Yeah. that's amazing she'll nose the back of my hand because i run with like a waist leash on so i'm not so 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 your princess moonbeam dog she has like an internal gps system oh yeah and and she has mapped out everything in her mind Mm -hmm. and so she's seeing like three-dimensional stuff in her mind she knows yeah this is a this is brilliant she's she's 
she's just one of the smarter dogs we've ever had and she wow. she then she knows exactly where everything is you're only gonna trip her up if you like mop the kitchen floor and the bar stool's wrong place then <laughs> you're gonna hear some noises come and you're like oh. <laughs> so so she had when, when you do that if you rearrange furniture or something she has oh. to re. She has to recalibrate to the oh, room. She's gonna walk right into it, and she's gonna <laughs> still kind of like jump back a little bit. But it's. I mean, we don't do it on purpose, but it <laughs> like. But she. It is funny when she kind of like hops back a little bit, and she's like, "Where'd that come from?" Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing though to hear about that because I guess yeah. I don't know anybody with a blind dog, so that is very interesting. You'd think it'd be it doesn't, it's, it doesn't matter. Like, mm -hmm. it is funny because sometimes she gets real convinced that something's there. Like, mm -hmm. we'll be running and she'll smell something. Oh, uh, yeah. She'll get real convinced that something's happening and you have to try and convince her that it's just a garbage can. And you're like, <laughs> it's not. That makes sense, yeah. It's a pop <clears throat> or anything. That's just a garbage can, so we don't need to get on the we don't like you're at like midnight for a garbage can. So Yeah, so she's sitting there using the force and yeah. you have to tell her that there's nothing there. <laughs> it's nothing. okay. <laughs> oh well. Yeah. Well. Hey, let me ask you a few um questions that are th these are the type of things that I'm very interested in. Okay. Yeah. And I and I know the listeners will be. So give me your favorite trail running shoes. Ooh, that's hot topic. This is uh, I know. Um, I am a an ultra lone peak. Yes. Uh, and I've tried some other things, but I'm pretty much ultra road and trail. So and you know exactly what works for you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they, they, I have, I know your thoughts on this, and they do explode after two races. So. <laughs> but they, but they feel so good, right? They so good, and the road running shoes I find do better than the trail running shoes. As they far do. They do. Like, they last a lot longer. Um, but yeah, you, one like, I did. I think one race in like one super technical trail, lots of rocks and stuff. Mm -hmm. And it was one, one race in a pair of lone peaks. And afterwards I was like, am I wearing a hole in the end uh, of these? And yeah, they're done for a while, but it was like, yeah, you're like, you just have to be prepared that you're not gonna, they aren't going to be your forever shoes. That individual. <laughs> So, one night stand shoes. <laughs> <laughs> so, what kind of socks do you like? Uh, I'm Lily Trotters. Uh, they are um, probably my, they're my current absolute favorite. Um, I like, they have like a fluted top, mm -hmm. like a scalloped edge at the top of them. So, they're over the calf. And so it doesn't like dig in oh. under your, uh, it flares outwards up at the top. 
But then they also super cush pad the toes and the heels of them. Ooh, so. I might have to try that. So, because Lily I've seen Trotters, the ads. right? Yeah. So I saw you had one of your Instagram posts. You had a bunch of them hanging on a hanger, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I am uh, a an ambassador for Lily Trotters. And I also wear them uh, like at work. At every work. Night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I figured you did. And, so you, well, you, Part of the reason I like them, they have designs and stuff on them, but mm-hmm. I'm I'm very vain, um, and so I don't like if I put on like a compression sock that has a design on it and it uh-huh. like spreads out. Yes, I know what you're talking about. Half, and then you can't recognize what the design is, mm-hmm. and then I'm like, not that I'm necessarily showing the world this, but I would like to recognize that that is a snowflake and right. like yeah. random bits of string. Um, right. So they, I don't know how they weave them, but they're, they're woven. Well, the designs are much, much simpler. It's things like stripes and dots and things. So that, so that we, way when you stretch it, it still looks good. It looks exactly like it looks the same. If hmm. you, Oh, wow. I never thought of that. Or larger around. That's because it, women are vain and it's fine. I want my sock to look. I want the snowflake so, to look like the snowflake. No, like, now I might have to try these. So I see the ads all the time, and they are cute. But you said they have good padding. I love when they have like uh, the padding and the the crew socks are mm-hmm. sick. Like okay, they have crew socks and um, over the calf, and the crew socks are super. They're like mm-hmm. if you wear an Injinji, like. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm listening. I'm listening. (laughs) Well, it doesn't have the toes. Yeah. (laughs) But But I don't wear a gingy, but I like the padding, the extra padding. So the, like, if you, the thickness of, like, the in gingy series, that's how Mm. thick crew socks Mm. are. Wow. I may have to try these. Okay, I'm going to try some. I'm I'm really into the crew socks lately. Mm -hmm. I jag about those. So well, I will I, say lately when I'm buying socks, it's hard to find like the, I like the extra padding, like especially in the toe and the heel. I just mm. like it. Okay. I'm like 40 years old. It's great. I love it. Okay. <laughs> but it's hard because a lot of these like trail running socks, they're, they want them to be real breathable and light and thin, but I'm like, I need that fluffy padding in my yep. sock. I like yep. it. I want so some- I'm going to try these. So. Yeah. Yeah. Those are those are my current the crew socks are what mm-hmm. I I'm currently gravitating to. They were talking in an email about they might I think maybe next year they're doing a line of um of over the calf socks that have that same super thick. Ooh, wow. Thing. Um, Cuz that is hard to find. Yeah. I did I hope that's true. Um mm-hmm. that'll be exciting. So. Mhm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I may have to try some of those crew socks. I'll just look let into you it. know that it's not just women who are vain. Okay. <laughs> but <laughs> LaMonica is very vain. <laughs> We're hitting it off quite well here. Lauren, what do you got? A big milkshake? What do you have? I did. I'm sorry if y'all hear me like on the podcast. Hopefully, so I'm like, I'm like a pig over here. I'm like slurping down a milkshake. My kids, my husband yeah. took them out to get milkshakes while we're doing the podcast, and they brought me back one, and I totally just slurped it down. So really? Sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna okay. get up and run in the morning. It's all good. <laughs> 
so Allison, next question. This is important for our listeners. Hats. I know you wear a lot of like, um, you know, buffs and stuff like that, but hats. I need to hear about hats. Well, you've caught me at a good time. Okay. Uh, what what happened? I need to know. This, this, <laughs> I have discovered in the last three weeks. Is there something new? I need to know. I don't know. I mean, these might, this is another women's thing, but I think you could wear them. Um, so it's <laughs> there. It's Are y'all com- teasing me now? <laughs> it's called Kia Peak. K-E-A Peak. Okay. Kia Peak. She's in Reno, Nevada, and she employs women in her little startup company, and they, uh-huh. it's, I think it's Fabric Remnants. Could be. I it I'm pretty sure it is, which is speaks to me, and it's yeah. like using so it's like recycle lot. fabrics because they're the small yeah. sections from other patterns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, you're showing me one. Show me. Yeah. Ooh. yeah. This right. is get it, this get is it, first. get it. Um, the trucker visor. Holy oh, cow! Neat. So, oh, that's cool. Oh wow. That is. Look at the pattern. For, it's. For a trucker, it's trucker shaped, but it's a visor, so it doesn't stand up. Oh. So, head, if you're a girl, main like, I I look like an idiot in a trucker hat. Let's oh. just like, we I mean, all do, but that's I why do. I wear them. Especially, but, but especially women. Like, I feel like we look funny in trucker hats. Would you mind? Yeah. Our listeners can't see this, but can you put it on for us? <laughs> sure. Um, this one I haven't worn. Uh. I, this one actually came in the mail uh, yesterday, I think. Yeah, okay, you may have to name, adjust, adjust the camera. So yeah, I can the see name it. is Kia. It's K E A. So okay. then. Oh, yeah. Then, oh, that's cute. If you have a hairstyle that needs to happen, oh. you can do that. So I like it. Hair, Lauren's that's hair right. would just puff out, but yours, <laughs> you have a pony. You have a. A bun right now, but you can like do a ponytail. Yeah. Ooh, I'm gonna have to look at these. I like it. And she has something called the sprinter, and this one like lays flat on your head. It doesn't have. It's the same like height as a trucker, but it doesn't have the mm. stiffness. So then it lays kind of flat back on your head, but it's not as skinny as a regular visor is. Okay. I've been. Mm. What's uh, it look like? Put it on. <laughs> That's going to make you model them all. Yeah, you don't have no, to be embarrassed. Like no one these. can see it but us. Yeah. I'm going to have to like put links to Lily Trotters and to this hat. Oh, I like oh, okay. that. I really like that. This is actually, I have two of these. This is my favorite style because yeah. um, it doesn't stick up. Yeah. But it's got the feel of a trucker. Um but it lays flatter, so I like that. Ooh, I really like that. Yeah. I have the Christmas patterned one. So, like, but, so then the only problem is because it's, like, fabric remnants and stuff, if you see something, you better just get it because she's only making, like, eight of them. Like, yeah, limited. once yeah. they run out of that fabric, it's gone. Yeah. yeah. That's so, cool, though. I like that. I like that. She just made, I mean, here's the, here's, here's an insight into me. Uh. So now knowing this, I'll let you guess how many times I've ordered. <laughs> in the last 
four weeks. Three, four Uh-oh. weeks. <laughs> so, I'm going to say several times. <laughs> well, okay, so I'm going to use my... Um, so I have certain abilities, okay? <laughs> so I'm, I'm guessing now Psychic that you're very, very similar to me, okay? So in the, in the last four weeks... Yeah, you have you have made eight purchases. Oh, is that correct? Close six. So. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, so then she came out. Then she started coming out with the. She has fleece ear warmers <gasps> that, that are a greatness. There's several different. She has levels like one, two, three. The level three is. I'm gonna say. Um, cause is that we like have, a super fan, or what does that mean? That is when super you're level three. Level three, she does them in degrees of heating up your head. Oh, okay. okay. I thought you meant like how, so. like degrees of how good of a customer you are. Oh. <laughs> no, these are the ear warmers, bud. <laughs> okay, Keep okay. I've just okay. discovered, and I'm already at gold status. No, gold status. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, level three is like I'm gonna say, like, I'm not probably gonna wear those to run in until it's mm-hmm. below twenty degrees. That's how. Wow. Just if you're trying to gauge, if you decide that that's what you need, like, um, and then literally today she came out with, um, she's starting to make skirts, like little. Holy crap! Oh, cool! I see someone there getting excited. So I'm gonna check this out. They're literally going up on the website tonight. I've already ordered one. Awesome. Yeah, I'm definitely going to check this out. We'll have to put a link to it because this sounds really intriguing. I love companies, um, and I, I know you're a fan of this, that reuse uh, yeah. and recycle things. I love, love, Little, love that. She's. I love just the whole thought of it. Like, mm-hmm. she's. she gives women jobs, mm-hmm. and, you know, like, they're, they, every one of these is handmade. Uh, oh, cool. You no, know, it's just cool. And yeah. I don't even. I didn't even see him through, like, I think, so my, my, my brother is not even, he's not a trail runner, he's not a, you know, but he's a super hippie, um, and, <laughs> and uh, he's, I mean, he's, like, a regional, like, director for the Fish and Wildlife Service, oh, cool. manages the, the part of, um, the department that, like, watches out for endangered species, like, he's, wow like super hippie and he like i think it was him that um shared uh, hmm. from her at like a few months ago and i guess somehow he knows her through his his hippie circles or something and um it was about you know let's try and remember small businesses during this like pandemic yeah. mm-hmm. and so that was i saw like found her through that and now I'm obsessed completely. Oh, cool. I can't wait to check them out. That's awesome. We'll definitely link to them. Yeah. I Pat Corbett wears them. Oh. Are you serious? Awesome. Oh. Put it out there. I'm going to drop that bomb. Yeah. Yeah. Drop, drop that bomb. Drop yeah. that name. <laughs> if you asked about hats and headwear, like, I was, yeah. I was like, oh, this is breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news. <laughs> I love it. I That's love awesome. It. Yeah, that really is. All right. Next question. Um, Okay, but then we have to wrap it up because, I mean, I got kids and I'm sure she's got a life. So, come on, reel it in, bud. All right. Beverages. (laughs) Uh, For while running 
or we're just going to talk about you know what kind of adult beverages do you like what kind of running <laughs> beverages do you like what, any beverage <laughs> where are you at i like my i would say my day today is uh sprite zero and strawberry liquid iv not mixed together um okay okay interesting beer. so that that's what i drink on the rig um mm -hmm. while working out and i've switched to liquid iv while i work out too oh. so i drink that all the time basically okay um i don't drink a lot of alcohol um maybe like once a year but when, you, but when you do but when yet yeah, once a year what do you have when i yeah. do i drink an entire bottle of asti so it's like, i don't really hardly ever drink but when uh -huh. I, it's a whole bottle of something usually yeah <laughs> really? i mean you know you might as well celebrate and so i'm like it usually it'll be like my family will we don't usually uh since it's it now it's like my brothers and my sister and I and so for um we don't do holidays at holiday time everybody kind of disperses to in-laws and stuff mm -hmm. so then mm -hmm. we'll try we'll get we'll go and get like a um we'll get a cabin and do like a big long oh week god that sounds awesome there. yeah that does <laughs> and you just do I mean we've we try to make it easy because it's like you know how it is when you're like I got to hit this family and then this family. Oh, yeah. I work, my sisters, both my sisters-in-law and myself, we all work in healthcare. And so then you're just like trying to line up. So uh, we'll just, my, my sister-in-law's parents have a cabin in Arkansas on the river. And so. Oh my God. Is it, let me, wait, wait, let me guess. I'm using tel telepathy. <laughs> is it the Bud? white river? It sure is. Holy what? shit. Holy shit. I read your mind. Okay. <laughs> Let me ask you. Does your brother-in-law trout fish? Of course it's... he does. <laughs> Holy shit. All right. So. It's my brother. But people. It's... Yeah. People right now. Kindred spirits. All right. So Allison Anderson. This is right now happening. I'm, I've read your mind and, <laughs> and felt your heart. I know all this stuff. <laughs> Bud can see into your soul yeah. is what he's yeah. saying. <laughs> so then when we're there, we'll have yeah. we'll do, uh, like celebrations. We'll have birthdays. It doesn't, if your birthday yeah. was in September, it doesn't matter. We'll yeah. do it. Um, oh, I love that. And so we'll, we'll do all that. And there'll usually be one night where I'm like, we don't have anywhere to be. I'm mm -hmm. not, I don't, I'm not running tomorrow. I'm not, you know, we're here. And over the course of a few hours, I'll just have a whole bottle of champagne by myself. So, uh, oh wow, <laughs> that's fun. <laughs> you know, you if know, you only celebrate one night a year. Like you might as well just do it up. You know, there was <laughs> super awkward year that my my husband didn't wasn't able to come with me, and so I got there, and yeah. my nephew was there, and uh, his girlfriend, like he had just graduated from high school, and his girlfriend was there. And she was still in her senior year of high school, so mm -hmm. we weren't going to let them um, share. I understand. I understand, right, yeah. Right. So she shared with me, and this was the first time I met her. And so now I'm like, hey, remember we shared that bed together and I drank that whole bottle of champagne? <laughs> <laughs> really fun times. Uh, 
uh, you know, that was when we both met. And I think I offered you snacks out of my bag. But <laughs> oh, that's funny. But oh, that's usually I don't. Oh, in in the middle of the work week, I drink a diet coke every night at one mm. in the morning. So sounds awesome. Well, I yeah, I say I I'm partial to diet coke. I have a diet yeah. coke a couple of times a week. Yes, yeah, so I get you. But yeah, you work overnight, so. But I'm sure. How, how long have you worked like the overnight hours? Um, two, just over two years. Okay, so you it's know, like a normal, uh, regular thing now. I swear that's going to help you doing like hundred mile distances. Because oh, yeah. you, the sleep deprivation, sleep deprivation, like being up during the yeah. night, you're used yeah. to your yeah. body is used to it. Yeah. With the nighttime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then that's, I actually have a harder time with running in the daylight, but yeah. Uh, Cause now in, especially in the winter when it's nice and cool out, I like, I love running in the dark and in my off week, I'll, I'll just keep some strange hours and I'll be yeah. out running in the neighborhood at three in the morning so yeah i could totally understand that whoops yeah sorry well wow bud <laughs> but in his car if y'all didn't i have know. a horn in my studio <laughs> but so, no i could i could totally see that i actually love running in the night so i could see that if you're on that schedule it just i mean to your body it makes sense like yeah, yeah. I, I sometimes i'll slip into a weird like couple of weeks ago i in my whole off week i did like a go to bed at 7 p.m. and get up at 3 a.m. kind wow. of whoa that, that's weird when you do yeah. it but pretty productive by now. I was gonna say yeah right <laughs> yeah all right so a couple extra things because I'm I'm just really feeling this right now <laughs> and this is like super important so it's kind of like a deal breaker type situation for me uh, but I'm sure some other people have this same thing I need you to tell me about Star Wars. <laughs> Star Wars. Well, I saw the t-shirts I've been preparing. Uh, okay, good. <laughs> okay, well, let's just say, for starters, I'm a couple episodes behind on The Mandalorian. Uh, That's okay, but at least you're I, in I it. haven't even you're seen it, it right? so... Okay, yeah. okay. Where we usually kind of save them up so we can watch two or three at a time. So I think I've got... Oh, yes. Two to three to watch. Because uh, tonight was like the last the finale. The season, right? Lauren, hey. I'm so proud of you. You know <laughs> Well, I mean, I haven't watched them. I just keep up with what people say. <laughs> yeah. I just watch other people watch them. <laughs> I'm at I'm still at the point we haven't found any other Jedi yet. So okay. you know, that's where I'm at. But um, okay. I have seen all of the Star Wars. Mm-hmm. My husband loves them. Awesome. I don't want to break your heart, but I didn't watch them until this year. That's okay. But I've seen I, it. I I know people like you. It's all right. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, I mean, it's I've, like I think I've seen some of them, but not all of them. But I wouldn't dare tell yeah. about that. Sorry, but yeah. <laughs> you um, know the references. Um, I do. I work with a guy that I would call, I would say is maybe Sheldon from the Big Bang Theory. <laughs> um, and so sometimes I say hurtful things to him. Um, <laughs> like, I'll just turn to like, kind of, like, put my chin in my hands and go, like, so, Star 
Star Wars is the movie version and Star Trek is the TV version. <laughs> and, and, you're, and you're just trying to make him have like a huge rebuttal for that, right? He's going to have he, a heart attack. He and his, in his face will look at me and go like, I don't have the time for you right now. <laughs> but you're just you're just teasing him. I I'm understand. Just, uh, I do prefer the Star Wars over the Star Treks. Oh so. yeah, same. Okay. Same. Um, I I enjoyed them. I don't know that I need to like. I I actually did once we got into them. We watched them in the proper order. Mm, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so and once we got into them i very so much your husband he told you the proper order which is really out of order correct yeah yeah okay out of out of um uh like historical order but yeah not yeah. proper in order so yeah prop proper like timeline yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so um and i i really i did like it like I kind of knew some of the bits and pieces beforehand and some of the things, but then I was sitting there going like, um, what's, what's no, now I'm just going to, now I'm just going to hurt your feelings. (laughs) (laughs) You can hurt my feelings. It's okay. One that, that hops around a lot that nobody likes, um, with the floppy ear. Jar Jar Binks. Yeah. 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 I'd sat there like, what is this guy doing? I I don't like him. Yeah, I know. (laughs) And you, I want, I need more, uh, more Yoda back in my life. I don't care for mm-hmm. this. Guy, so. Yeah. But that's funny. So like if, if someone doesn't like star Wars, it's not really a deer, a deal breaker, but they have to allow me to talk about it. No. <laughs> well, they have to allow you to convince them that they should yeah. like star Wars. Yeah. So, <laughs> so we did. Uh, Jen Graber and I did that um, still hollow thing. Oh yeah, and I talked. Did you about talk Star- about Star Wars the whole time? The whole then? time, the whole time, oh. the whole time. She, it was her fault. She brought it up. Oh, she's, okay. she's like, oh, we're watching the Mandalorian, and I was like, okay. So I started the whole thing. Oh, and I went through bud. like the whole the whole freaking galaxy, you know. Oh, bud, bud, bud. It was her own fault. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> Do you watch Battlestar Galactica? No, but I, I started it a long time ago. Now, Battlestar Galactic, Galactica has the same type of following. I know it does. Mm, yeah. And so, it, um, it, yeah. I get it with Star Wars because it's like, I, I enjoy it and it's compelling and it's clearly, yeah. like, it is clearly, especially yeah. for the older ones. Mm-hmm. And, like it is historical in the way yeah. that and the storyline and it is like cinematically genius. Mm-hmm. I feel that with the Galacticas. So I just wanted to see if you're because there are some I've people never seen it who are passionate and I do not care for it. So the main actress um, who plays Starbuck. Okay, she's been in Longmire and she's in The Mandalorian. And yeah, yeah. Um, so that that's one of my favorite actresses. Um, all right, switch topics real quick. This is the last topic. 
<laughs> but it's going to end up talking about Star yeah. Wars all night. No, we're not. No, we're not. Okay, no, okay, not. okay. I feel like this is important to people. Um, I need you to tell me about musical instruments, okay? Oh. What do you play? What do you like? Um, I don't play any. Um, okay. My husband plays lots. Uh, what does he, is, he play? He mainly the piano and the guitar. Oh yes, they're the same. They're the yeah. same. Yeah, we've talked about. Yeah, yeah. Right. Even though he, they're different, they're the same. He's taught himself. Um, uh -huh. he, he could be probably just the subject of many podcasts and like. Oh wow. He's a quirky artist. Um, that you mean like art or music art? All of it. Holy Ooh. shit! Like, I'm get I'm getting really excited. <laughs> Bud's excited. Bud's like, I'm I got excited. Him, got him. Like, um, he converted our uh, master bathroom into his own tattoo studio. He does. Holy his shit! Whoa, Look at Lauren's cool. face. Look at her I know. Face. I was like, "Whoa, that's cool." <laughs> a uh, tattoo studio. Yeah, just for him. All right, bud. Let's get a let's uh, uh, book a weekend. <laughs> I'm like, my my mind is like going a thousand miles an hour right now. Oh, keep, so he is very he's an artsy. He's yeah. a very art minded. Yeah. Okay. Or so. Okay. Tell me more. Um, currently rebuilding, like stripping and rebuilding, um, one of those old like elementary school pianos. Uh, those uprights. Oh, oh wow! Oh my god. He found one where they were like, um, he found something on Craigslist where they were, they had just like a warehouse of them and they were all painted black. So they were from some like elementary, like some school district or something. Mm -hmm. So he bought one and he's stripping it down and staining it back. That's right. neat. Wow. So he's got a couple of guitars and the upstairs one of the upstairs bedrooms is like his kind of little studio area like he built a custom like desk where the slots out and instead of a computer keyboard it's like a like a Sony keyboard um, so he'll go up there and play and stuff uh that's the music i just appreciate what he does so uh -huh. so does he does he play music on the guitar and does it put you to sleep? Um. Well, anything puts me to sleep because I work. But <laughs> yeah, uh, I understand. But no, I mean, mm, not the guitar, but the piano playing will. Mm. Wow. Well, he does more. I would say he does more of the piano right now. Okay. So I hear more of that. Um. And it certainly will. I'll, I'll, he'll go up there and play music all day up there while I sleep during the day. And we, oh, wow. we're just, my bedroom is just far enough away from where he is that it's, that it's like, it's like a, when you're, when you have like a calm, like meditation mm -hmm. app and just hear enough of it that you're like, That's oh, nice. cool. All right. <laughs> so, yeah. Bud, Bud, we'll set you up with her husband. Okay. So you two can. <laughs> So you two can nerd out yeah, on all this. Nerd stuff. out, thank you. So what I was going to tell you was, this is like, this is like my TED talk right here. So it's like, it costs eighty thousand dollars to raise a human child, but it only costs a thousand dollars to raise a dog. 
Yep. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to my TED talk. <laughs> so you can you can have like three or four dogs, and you yep. can have all the toys in the world you want, yep. or you could raise a human child. <laughs> and so, so <laughs> that's my TED talk. <laughs> But it's like lessons I have learned. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, in studio in your bathroom, you can do your own portrait of George Stephanopoulos on your arm anytime. That's right. so. I love it. I love it. I think we're going to have to make a trip to Oklahoma. Then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. So I have, I have like clients who are in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And three or four years ago, they were telling me that the street lamps were melting. It was so hot. Yeah, it gets okay. real great. Uh, we kind of have all of the weather here. So all like, of the weather. Huh. All, all of it. it. All it, of it. So you get the horrible summers, but then you also get like horrible winter stuff. Yes, it's not. Mm. It doesn't last long, though. Like mm. the winter stuff, summer is an eternal Hades. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But like the winter stuff, like we got like four inches of snow and two days ago and it's gone now but oh wow we do what we usually get that's gross is like we can get a lot of ice storms mm -hmm. um, and stuff like that and then we have earthquakes and we have we're in tornado alley yeah and, you know we just it's but i mean it's a delight to be here so mm -hmm. <laughs> you get it all but you know it's life <laughs> yeah so like in in tennessee they joke like we get every single season in one week exactly uh, it's yeah, ridiculous sure it's yeah yeah it's it just funny. it's up and down and because my iron man coach is actually in chattanooga um really wait yeah. wait tell, tell me their name i probably know them it's her name is uh megan hannawald um, no sorry so she uh, used to teach spin classes at the Choo Choo, but now she uh, works for like a big rowing company. Um, she's a professional rower. Um, oh, so, really? Wow. Yeah. Um, but so it would be funny because every all the weather we get, you get exactly two days later. So yep. <laughs> it's like it moves through. Yeah. Experiencing it is a carbon copy. And I'm like, let me tell you, this rain is insane. You're going to find out about it, but it's yeah. crazy. So even if it doesn't travel across the country, we get it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cause you know how yeah. it forms like in Texas and Oklahoma and then like it, the big line and it comes straight over through yep. Memphis and it usually hits Nashville right before Chattanooga. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It's exactly. Uh, this, you're gonna just be ready. There's some monsoons coming your way. So yeah, I did hear there's rain coming. Oh, oh. So oh. Okay, Bud. Do you have any more pressing questions? Because we've been talking a really long time. <laughs> I know, but I, I feel like people really like Allison. I oh, feel I like know. That. I love talking to Allison. But we gotta wrap it up because my kids uh, are gonna start climbing the walls. Yeah. So what? guys so <laughs> any more pressing when, questions you gotta know but it's like right now i feel like when are you coming to tennessee i mean when <laughs> I that's how that's how i feel i'm gonna come do the yeti 7-eleven oh yeah when is that that's in georgia um yeah that march, that's close march yeah because it's like around the um I did an ultra there where they do it. Um, 
oh, I can't remember what it's called now. But uh, if they still have it in the same place. And then it's not I, far from Chattanooga. I have a lot of friends in Chattanooga, so yeah. probably it's... Can you, okay. start, can you start name dropping? Is that okay? <laughs> so we're going to have to get together for a trail run. Are they None as of this cool as you? Stuff because I just I don't know. <laughs> I don't, um, I mean, they're, they do the Iron Man's and things. Uh, That's kind of not cool, but tell me, are they cool? <laughs> are they bud cool, is what <laughs> bud wants to know. <laughs> so I'm, I have lots of plans to come to, to Tennessee in, okay. in so. In I when? I don't know when, but in 2021, there will be at okay. least a springtime trip. Uh, yeah. Okay. Because, I mean, the Yeti, the 7-Eleven, whatever the Yeti thing is, um, it's not far from Chattanooga, but it's where I ran my, like, first ultra attempt. It's down, it's Sweetwater, right? Yeah. Oh, still there? God, I love Sweetwater. Yeah, it's oh, not my far goodness. from Chattanooga. Yeah. It's like a yes. hour drive from Chattanooga. I can go up there yeah. and I cannot catch fish. Yeah, like you always do. Like I always pole. do. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that would be awesome. We totally need to, like plan a trail run. I say this with everybody that lives like out of town I'm like mm -hmm. got to get together oh. and we need to have like a trail run <laughs> right so, uh, especially every race on the east coast so there's uh, like I could be convinced to do any of them <laughs> oh, good to know yeah. you, you, can see, you can see how like our trails are and stuff you know? yeah <laughs> I mean I'll there would be a point where I'd be like, we walked through the clouds, guys. I'm from Oklahoma. There <laughs> <laughs> are peaks. We don't have peaks. So. That's right. We'll, we'll get her broken in for some Tennessee trails. There we and y'all don't, don't have bears or anything like that, do you? Um, no, not really bears. Mountain lions. Uh, oh, crap. Mountain lions, coyotes, mm -hmm. uh, you know, snakes, spiders. Yeah. So, um, All right, bud. 2021. Let's put it on the calendar. We got to bring her in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. So, it, so we've been talking almost two hours now. So, we're going to wrap this up. Uh, but it was seriously awesome to talk to you, Allison, and to hear your running story and like the plans you have for 2021. So, we'll make sure everybody uh, can follow along. And, bud, your last yeah, chance. What? We got any more pressing questions? You just got to know before we leave, Allison. Oh I know you don't want to leave. <laughs> I really don't. Um, I just, I feel like the only questions I have left are not, you know, topic related. They're more like in the Star Wars universe. And, and it's like, it's things that are my hobbies. And, and it's, but it's like, get your husband on here. I need to. I need to talk to him. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like I don't want to throw out any spoilers at all, but tonight was the finale of Mandalorian. I heard it was and, intense. And it's like I don't want to throw out any spoilers. Then just but, don't, bud. <laughs> okay, I won't because I'm totally back to being like a huge Luke Skywalker yeah. fan. Okay. Yeah. No spoilers, but that's okay. where I'm at. Okay, so bud. You're gonna do uh, with a character that I haven't met yet, but that there's gonna be another spinoff show. Oh, um, there's a lot. There's a lot of spinoff shows. 
Don't oh. get me started. So we got one for Ahsoka. We Look. got one for the Bad Brigade. We got one for um, <laughs> Bubba Fett. There, there's you... a lot of spinoff shows. There's an Obi-Wan Kenobi spinoff show. Here, and... this will make what? you happy to think. Do you what? know what today? Um, do, I know, do, I know, do I know what what is? What I watched today, the extra seven minutes that were released of the behind oh. the scenes footage of the original star wars filmmaking oh. are, are, do you mean of the empire strikes back or of star wars um i think it was empire strikes back yes so, it was empire strikes back yeah yeah i know i know exactly what you're talking about i watched it today so awesome <laughs> that made bud very happy <laughs> lauren we got to do some catching up i know you're, you're a little a loser. behind i know <laughs> I, I relive it through my seven-year-old, and he hasn't quite gotten to like the the attention span to watch everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay, guys. Well, I've got uh, kids coming in and crawling the ceiling. So, yeah. Okay, we'll wrap up. But this was an awesome, mm-hmm. awesome chat because we got to talk about running and life and just fun stuff. Um, but yeah, I totally foresee a trail run in our future at some time, even if we have to catch her when she's in for the Yeti at uh, yeah. 7-11. <laughs> or we can go to one of those fun, like, mobile. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, that's that. a Let's fun that. one. Yeah. Like, we can do that. So. Yeah, it's in October now. So there you go. Oh, it's perfect weather. Yeah, yeah. yeah and at least have, I think it will be. It they was have last cabins year. and stuff. So you oh, can, yeah. Like, it's awesome. Yeah. Let's, okay. Oh. I feel like something's in the works. Okay, guys, thanks so much for spending so much time hanging out and talking, running, and Star Wars. I mean, who knew? (laughs) (laughs) Awesome, awesome. Okay, guys, well, y'all have a good night, and uh, hopefully we'll get to talk again real soon. All right, bye-bye. People on a podcast can see a wave, right? Yeah, everybody wave. (laughs) Like when you leave a Zoom meeting. (laughs) Bye-bye. Good night, guys. Bye. Bye.